Hot 1027 Business with Nzinga. Thanks for staying with us on Hot Business. Now, South Africa has challenges and we speak about them quite a lot on the show. Uh, the business community says that because of mostly the energy challenges that there are, you need to have more money to keep your company going and it's more expensive or difficult to make a profit. A lot of businesses are looking overseas and wondering where to go. Now, Dubai, according to Visit Dubai, uh, sees about a 6% growth in non-oil external trade, around $272 billion in the first nine months of 2019. I'm quoting them verbatim. They've got free trade zones, uh, there's so much potential and there's so much growth there. Let's speak to Rolf Bichman, the Managing Director at Sovereign Trust South Africa. Rolf, thanks so much for your time on Hot Business this evening. Just tell me about Dubai as a destination. How are South African businesses doing there? Are people looking there to try and make money? Uh, good evening, Nzinga. Thanks for having me on the show. Um, yes, there's actually quite a lot of interest in South African businesses to do business in uh, Dubai, but not just Dubai in the city, but in the entire UAE, but also in the Gulf region. So with South African companies in various different business sectors um, wishing to either enter the local market, but to position themselves in the Gulf region, Dubai has put itself forward as sort of the hotspot of the hub to be to enable them to do that. And why is that and how are they doing that? In the past, Dubai, as most Gulf countries, you know, the, the main source of the economy was based on oil or energy. Uh, Dubai or the UAE has really diversified the past 20, 30 years the economy in different sectors, be the healthcare, logistics, everyone knows Emirates, uh, the airline Emirates and, and Etihad based in Abu Dhabi, uh, but also in the finance sector, the service sector, the manufacturing sector, uh, all big sectors um, that service the local economy and particularly um, to enter the Saudi, uh, the Saudi uh, country or Saudi Arabia, uh, being the largest economy in that region. A lot of companies wish to base themselves in Dubai for tax reasons, for logistical reasons, um, and to then mm. be able to properly service that region um, from a jurisdiction that's well regulated. It's quite technologically advanced, a great business, um, sort of ease of doing business, banking sectors, excellent. Um, and just the facilities there are really geared towards supporting businesses wishing to operate in a particular region, whether it be um, in the health space, um, you mentioned earlier, there's um, quite a lot of free zones. There's over 50 free zones in the UAE. And each one of those free zones are almost like, if I were to sort of liken it to South African version, it's almost like a massive business park. And that business park is geared towards servicing the healthcare mm -hmm. sector. So all the support infrastructure is geared towards servicing that sector, which makes obviously doing business a lot easier and that attracts businesses into uh, the UAE. Okay. And I know you've spoken about the ease of doing business because that's important. But yeah. what of people who are coming in from outside? Um, depending on the requirements, um, when starting up a company in the UAE, in other free zones or mainland company LLC, um, there are certain visa requirements which you can then apply for as um, part of setting up the company. But there's also a lot of other um, uh, visa types, such as the Golden Visa that's made its way in the news the, um, the past few months, I've noted. And that's sort of to attract um, Huntington individuals or even persons wishing to retire in the UAE. Uh, once again, there's certain investment criteria and certain thresholds they need to meet to be able to get access to those visas. And those persons aren't necessarily, um, you know, wanting to actively do business uh, in, in Dubai, but they want to have access to the lifestyle, um, the, the, the security, the, um, you know, being based in the logistics hub where they can easily access um, global markets or travel. Uh, and it's very safe and secure. And of course, it's Dubai, so 
all the the newest, best, the tallest, you know, latest things are um, in display there, and a lot of concerts and international conferences are based there. So um, a lot of people wish to base themselves there as as a choice jurisdiction. Mm. When it comes to tax, I know that that's something that people get very excited about about that region. <laughs> Take me through the tax regimes or the requirements there. So on, on a personal basis, Dubai, the UAE doesn't have personal income tax, which is great. And that's obviously attracts a lot of persons to the region. Um, but also on the space of a corporate tax. So it's, it varies from company to company type. But uh, they have recently, as of last year, June 2023, implemented or, uh, a corporate tax rate of 9%. Still a heck of a lot less than we have in SA, which is 27%. And it only um, kicks in if the company's annual tax or profits exceeds 375,000 dirhams. Um, then it pays, if it's less than that, obviously then no corporate tax will apply. So just to convert that into a, um, an amount or currency that's more sort of, um, you know, you knowable by the, by the audience, um, it's about $100,000. So if the company's taxable annual profits are uh, exceeds $100,000, then for every dollar above that, it pays 9% um, uh, corporate mm. tax. My math is a bit horrific, but that's just over, like I want 2 million rand, right? Correct, yes. Okay, <laughs> my math is not that bad. Um, okay, and so I'm assuming that even as there is an ease of doing business and even though it's conducive for business environment, if you are looking as a South African business owner listening to move over, it may be good to get some tips or advice. Where would you suggest that people go for that? I always advise clients maybe just do their own homework so from the, from the start just to educate themselves. It's always a good start just so that they aren't completely a novice um, about entering the market. Then secondly, I do think it's important that you link up with um, experts in the field um, that do company structuring, knows tax, knows cross-border tax, um, what the visa requirements are, um, also the registration requirements. A lot of the companies, if you are going to do business in a particular sector, you need a license by the government to be issued to you. And that's a process and there's certain criteria to be met. So once again, um, linking yourself up or contacting a, a specialist in the area there, they can advise on the visa requirements, what you do, need to do. Um, and then also from an SA perspective, if it's a SA company, for example, looking to expand from South Africa into the UAE, then um, there's certain SA criteria that needs to be met as well to ensure from a tax planning and from a a sort of let's call it the business 10 year or 20 year uh, uh, exit strategy or growth strategy um, all those factors are very important and they can determine in terms of which company type you're going to register what the shielding is going to look like um, what license requirement if you are going to initially just be a marketing company and then expanding into actual you know assembly lines and warehousing then obviously there's one or two or three phases one needs to be considered so once again um, i think it's important that um, they they first off just educate themselves Secondly, call up a specialist in the field, such as Sovereign Trust, of course, and then we sit down and we really map out the process uh, to achieve the goals that the clients want. Ralph, I think if we're talking about business, it's good to, to have the kind of solid tips that you've given us. But I think there's things that are external to businesses that are important. So if you are thinking of moving over as a business owner, it's not just about work. It's about your personal life as well. It's about your state of mind. How do you suggest people plan for that because that you can't uh, you can't budget your way into you know a good mental space or tenacious mental space yes it's quite an important factor um dubai it's international city or international place so um just some some figures interesting enough so the, the population there is about 9.9 .9 million 
people, um, of which about 85% consists of expats. So you really have a very diverse grouping of people in the country. So, um, and then also to be noted, this is a, um, a, a, a country in the Gulf region. So Sharia law, law does apply. We need to be cognizant of the local requirements there. Dubai or UAE is very sort of westernized or open, but they still have local sort of etiquettes and things one do need, does need to be cognizant of. So, uh, you know, um, I think it's important to do some homework in terms of what the lifestyle requirements are there, where you can live, um, what you can, may or may not do, um, etc. And of course, it's very different. It's not, um, if you're looking at living forests and hills and cows, you know, that's Switzerland. They do, the UAE is a city that has raised up from the desert. Uh, it's very modern. It's very tech focused. It's the newest, the latest, the best is the biggest. So it really needs to fit your personal sort of criteria, which you want to live and feel and taste and, and seek. Um, otherwise, it's going to be a bit of a culture shock if you do arrive there. So I think a bit of mental preparation, as you mentioned, is quite important. That's on the personal level, but also in the business space. It is international, so it's great. I mean, you really have access to uh, the global markets from a, a, a single jurisdiction. And that's really what Dubai and the government of Dubai has pushed for for over 30 years, is really to position itself as a global hub to, lo to uh, attract business in all different sphere sectors, not just the energy sector. Um, and to, they really have a diversified economy. And that, uh, like I said earlier in the call, attracts a lot of business businessmen. Ralph Fichtman, thank you so much for your time on Hot Business this evening, the Managing Director at Sovereign Trust SA, speaking to us on tips for doing business in Dubai if you're a South African business owner. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having the call. Appreciate it. When we come back, we'll go beyond our borders again. I'll be speaking about the tech industry in Ethiopia. It's said to be such a big potential there. Uh, Johannes Tehai is a country manager at Onafrica, Ethiopia, and he'll just be telling us why he thinks they're the next frontier when it comes to tech on the continent and across the world. Do stay with us on Hot Business here on Hot 1027. Hot 1027 Business with Nzinga.